Klik. So welcome everybody, including listeners. Um, start off with the words that I keep flogging here. Um, maybe we want to talk about it briefly afterwards. There is a knighthood of the 20th century whose members do not ride through the darkness of physical forests as of old, but through forests of darkened minds. They are armed with a spiritual armor and an inner sun makes them radiant. Out of them shines healing, healing that flows from a knowing of the image of the human being as a spiritual being. They must create inner order, inner justice, peace, and conviction in the darkness of our time. So I don't know whether anybody has any thoughts about this. We've heard it now three, four times. Um, it used to be something I, I felt very called upon when I was younger. But I have to also say I'm not sure how strongly I connect now with it. Uh, it is a bit of a throwback to, because it speaks of knighthood, I always think it belongs into this whole world of Parsifal um, kind of thing on the one hand, and I always like the idea of this, um, this idea that one can create for oneself a spiritual armor that is not like a metal armor as, as of old, but uh, has a different quality, and I always like that um, as a thing, and to create inner justice, peace, seems always a good to have. So that's why I related to it strongly back when and it still speaks to me but uh, um, it also feels a little outdated if I can say that way. So I offer this as my introductory thoughts and wonder how it sits with you guys. I feel like it's more relevant now than ever. <laughs> <laughs> lot of spiritual texts that refer to um, putting on like a certain mindfulness and relating it to you know like uh, the stature of like a warrior or a knight and uh, it's, it seems to have transcended you know so far and I agree with Daniel it does seem like it still carries a certain relevance Oh, yeah. yeah. Is your is your um, feeling towards it if if the word knighthood or something was changed to something different, like womanhood, would you feel differently or another term? Is it the knighthood section that you struggle with? I just was, you know, listening to Danielle and uh, Patrick. I thought, what if we rewrote it? <laughs> you know, and just see how it fits us and our intentions, because I un understand the intentions are as relevant as ever. Um, yeah, there's just something, maybe I've heard it too often, I just don't know. 
That might be a cool exercise. I know that Maggie at one point was doing something with Beaver Run where they all took an identity, whether it be a knight, a monk, or a... No good man. No so, yeah. yeah, I bet that might be cool to do. Mm-hmm. A dear friend recently gifted me a book called um, The Soul of a Leader. And in the first few pages, there was a reference to um, kind of like the culture that companies and organizations are in right now or you know the soul is not being nourished necessarily in a person's work life and she said something about like bringing light into the darkness and I was just like oh my god <laughs> maybe she read the early images so I feel like it is it's relevant on lots of levels I think it spoke highly to an older generation uh, Koenig and Steiner and it dovetails nicely with the mythology that was kind of laid for Sultane mm-hmm. that uh, young Parsifal finds his knighthood destiny in a clearing in the woods. So again, the metaphor is uh, finding the light in darkness. And I think for many of those early founders, that light was the knowledge of anthroposophy. And they were very excited about it. So keep it, change it, or chuck it? I'm into it. <clears throat> You're into it? But what? yeah, I, I don't have to rewrite it in writing. I'm rewriting it in my mind as to what these things refer to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like Jerusalem is not the sort of city of Jerusalem. It's whatever it is that we're looking to sort of maintain or, or keep or the king is not the king it's it's the idea so the the idea for me is that this is a uh, somebody who sees that they're on a quest to that might be you know tricky and involve some conflict which is okay to achieve the good mm-hmm. and why not if that means calling it a knight, I'm happy with that. But, you know, I can get that it might be confusing. Isn't that a translation from an, an earlier, kind of more old school text as it is? Mm-hmm. I wonder if we were to look at the original and read that to see how that lands differently. I know that William has actually written, William Bento has written another version of it. So we can maybe use the really old one next time? Is that okay? Yeah. Any other voices <coughs> who haven't spoken yet? We didn't do our voice check in today. Oh dear, so say something, somebody. <laughs> <coughs> This is Thalia from Roland Johnson. (laughs) Thalia, do you have any thoughts about that verse? I I, I think it's awesome. It's awesome? Yes. Mm I apologize for No? I was just going to say, I agree with everybody. I thought that it is very relevant that we could rewrite it, but we're all trying to take what we think and just automatically apply it 
Mm -hmm. So you need to actually write it down and rewrite it. Okay. I think it's all been said. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been said. Well, then I apologize for dragging my history into this, and let's just keep as is and rewrite it in our minds or on paper. No, Use the old translation. Maybe find William's thing. That must be somewhere. All right, thank you. It, um, I want to speak briefly about Kristen, who is not here today. She's our secretary ombudsperson, and she has asked to be um, released of her role for now and maybe at a future point um, through elections, whatever, she'll, she'll be back. But for now, it's just a little too much on top of everything. And um, yeah, it's really sad, but it's also really, really good to be able to say, we respect your decision, go in peace, and um, we'll figure out how to fill her spot. I wasn't sure whether we could do that right now or want to live with it for a week and just come back to it. Yeah. Dear podcast listeners, who's into it? <coughs> yeah, I think we can do it now. Huh? I don't think it's right to do it now. Yeah. Only because, to make it clear, this is a board role too. This is a, whoever gets um, chosen for this role is on the Sultan board, so that's um, I'm not saying that a committee chair isn't important, it's just a little bit extra. No, no, I, I, I didn't mean to decisively oh, fill okay. the spot, oh, sorry. but just to talk about, yeah. talk about um, it a little bit. Um, sorry. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think we can do this. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think it's good to give it a bit of space. All right, Danielle said it. Dear podcast listeners, if you're out there, let us know. <laughs> yeah, now you might be interested in coming into our meeting because there's a position available that gets you actual power. <laughs> okay. But thank you, Kristen. You will be missed. Um, so I wanted to also just briefly touch on um, Rachel sent sent a podcast around uh, that I then forwarded, I think, to everybody here in, the, here in the core group, which I found interesting, actually quite in exciting and inspiring, and uh, would really like to at some point come back to here. And for some reason, me listening to that podcast um, initiated in me that I contacted all the committee chairs and all the officers of this core group and said I want to do a podcast conversation for about 30 minutes mm -hmm. and the purpose of that was really to actually present the Sultan Association through the medium of a collection of podcast conversations in a way that people can then access whenever they want. Um, so that was the purpose of... Mm. I thought that was special for me. It is special for you. And you did it for everybody. Uh, <laughs> it is <laughs> unique to everybody. Everybody is special. Everybody is special. There you go. Right. So, um, 
So what that means is I, I would like to work my way through everybody before it gets posted up there. But uh, um, I don't want to drag it out too long either because it harkens back a little bit on what we just had a general meeting on Sunday. So, um, and I hope we could reflect on that a little bit. And um, I know we try to reach many people and encourage many people to come, but um, this is maybe another way to have people get excited about things. So is it okay to um, reflect on the uh, general meeting? I thought maybe we heard now twice within five days committee updates. We could skip that today, mm -hmm. unless there's news. I, I don't mind either way, but uh, um, so maybe we can spend a bit more time on the general meeting. Uh, also trying to pin down already a date in March which would then be the next general meeting time, at least based on the um, frequency we so far try to follow. So, reflections, thoughts? I would just like to say it was really nice to see everyone who came. Just to start us off. Good. Nice we could sing. Um, I, I guess I, I mean one thing I was I was interested to I mean I guess I'm wondering about the people who are thinking or who do live here. I, I had imagined there would be I know there are a few people who were present, but the ones who aren't, I assume some of them had given apologies. But I'm wondering um, what's with what was it was there any noticeable absences and. And, and what does one make of that or not? Not, I'm not? I don't need to go into detail, but I'm just wondering. I guess what I'm trying to say is that with my sense of the residential steward concept that this sort of um, sense of connecting to these events was considered um, sort of part of the uh, expectation. And I'm just wondering, are we, is it that, I'm, that maybe there are people who are here, or less people here, or the, or if people didn't come and that we knew we're not going to be there, or, or what's with that? Is that am I being weird about this? Is it? I'm just asking the question: Were there people who did show up and it's sort of they should have, or was it just that there are people living here and I don't know about it? Some people work in Phoenixville and are there. Some people were away. Uh, there's certainly a group of people that. Next, for next time, I want to reach out to a bit more. Maybe that was it, yeah. Uh, but, but that also inspired me to, to, to think about, okay, what are other methods of getting people to uh, appreciate that we actually try to work on forming a more... Um, um, an experience of, of a stronger and larger Salton Association than maybe we currently experience it. And that is, is happening through more people being present at more things. That's basically the issue. Um, I should have given the apologies of Kristen and Karuna 
um, and, and I think Maggie as well. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> My only other thing um, is just, I know that I'm always on about this, but I, it's maybe my thing to do that, that perhaps to consider having one of the next meetings in Phoenixville, just because it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Did you take a date for this meeting yet? We didn't yet. I just only loosely mentioned March. Uh, I didn't really, I mean, roundabout, I have my phone put in, um, really early March, but I am wondering about the Sunday time again, because it doesn't work for everybody. And yeah, I wonder about that, because I do another thing where there's a bunch of people and clearly Sunday mornings is not for them a time that they can do this sort of thing. I'm not saying that that's anything about that, but Sunday afternoon tends to work better. Because then, then there isn't any conflict at all, <clears throat> or less. I mean, everybody present in the room right now was at the meeting, <laughs> and uh, plus some others. So it seemed like Sunday was, you know, there were more people it was suitable for. It seems mm. like what we're saying now is that it's not suitable for us, but it doesn't sound that way. Phoenixville sounds like a good location. Because mm -hmm. if there's people who are supporting Phoenixville, and let's say the people they support don't want to come all the way up, maybe they'd be more likely just to meet at a cap or something. Somewhere. Well, let's say the next one, the March one, we hold in Phoenixville. Is that, there's lots of nodding in the room. Yes. <laughs> Listener. That way I wouldn't have to drive behind her all the way back and wonder, what's with your license plate? It can't be. It's really old. <laughs> I'm happy to, to carpool with anybody, you know, for having to scope those who are out here who might want to. Sure. You could go to again. Who knows who will live where then? Any other thoughts? So we spend about an hour and 20 minutes on, on the general meeting. We had a little breakout part in it. We had great cookies. <laughs> they were much appreciated. Yeah. Um, I was thinking um, we should do like a full daycare situation <laughs> where all the kids can come together and play together. At the next meeting. Sounds cool. Yeah. Oh. My like immediate reaction is like I, I would like to like do that, <laughs> but I'm like, no way I gotta go for a meeting. <laughs> Hang out with all the kids. Hang around the kids. It's called drop them off at my house and make John take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> we can send Nick over there too. Well, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Alright, I'm down for that plan. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the notes. You have no option. <laughs> I liked the breakout. I thought it was nice to hear all of the voices and ideas. I think we should do something like that again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's hard to listen to each other in a big group. 
Also in Kenya, we do breakout small groups. So what could we do better next time? Maybe there could be an artistic sharing or something. I mean, this past time we might have just like done a little bit of the play or a little bit of music or, you know, we could think of different themes. If it's only four times a year, then mm -hmm. cool. Can you say one more time what you mean when you say artistic share? Well, just an artistic component to the meeting. Yeah. Either um, do some Eurythmy together, someone could play some music while we're gathering, having refreshments. It could, you know, it could be group or not, you know, without putting anyone under any pressure to do anything. Mm -hmm. It could be a similar, where do you see Sultan in three years, but rather than talking about it, you could depict it in picture or a color mm -hmm. or something for those that don't feel as comfortable verbally expressing that. That would be interesting. When is Woodson? Forty days after Easter, I don't know when yeah. Easter's Easter really April late. 20th. Yeah, it's really late this year. Right. Is there any kind of festival Should on that? Or March any? St. Patrick's Day? When's like flashing is that March, February? What do you want in March when festival? I'm just thinking if we coordinated our like if we were to plan some sort of a festival at the same time that we're doing this meeting, then we could put our energy into more of one basket rather than we're planning this meeting, somebody else planning something else. Like if we're going to be doing an artistic component, maybe it's related to the season and the festival exactly. and the mm -hmm. togetherness. Yeah. I think it'll be in the Easter tide. So you can just have Easter. I mean, like, essentially there's four meetings, so you can always just connect it with whichever yeah. thing we're in. That's a good idea. <clears throat> whichever thing we're in. We're always in something. <laughs> But loosely March is interesting to us? Um, just so, I mean, I am uh, assuming that uh, whenever Rachel has her vacation in that March, we're going to go away for a week. Mm -hmm. So, not that it all matters. And does the Hudson meeting in March? When? When I think around the 15th, Danielle. Yeah, usually the 15th. there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably a proxy. That's the meeting I don't make because I go away. Oh, okay. So we could consider, I mean, March 3rd is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that shouldn't hit your... No, no, I, think I, don't, I don't know for sure, but uh, <laughs> I can't really check with my phone. Okay, so maybe we can confirm that next week. Check it out, March 3rd, the same afternoon in Finnegan. Maybe before the coffee shop closes so that we can grab a cup of coffee. Come on. All right. I assume, could that happen in camp or? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, as long as it's, you know, we give the date and it's, yeah. it's usually free on a Sunday afternoon. Okay.
So three? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Let's just hold that as an idea. Let's confirm it next week. Three, three, three. I love that. Anything else we could do better? Uh, I I think we we could would do better planning ahead of time what we sing and the artistic activity to be more prepared. Mm-hmm. And as we, as you already noticed, again, just making sure we, you know, reach out to the people who, you know, really are a part of this as well, to stress their importance of the community mm-hmm. and being in the community. Okay. We could drop off um, at each of the residential houses. We could drop off maybe a flyer, and if they hung it on their fridge, that might be more potent than another an email that not everybody yeah. will see. Yeah. And w- with the compost pickup, we're at every house every week anyway, so we could drop off something if needed. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. Yeah, good to, I think paper still has a place yeah. in our lives. <laughs> I think it's something we could really harp on to in our outreach, like local gatherings and those kind of things, make sure people mm-hmm. know that they are really part of this and when these meetings happen and make sure they're okay. I think March 3rd is Carnival. Oh, really? It says on my calendar, Carnival. What did you say? <coughs> so there you I don't know whether that's the New Orleans Carnival or what that is, but I'm, I'm looking at the calendar that says Mary Welch's birthday and Carnival. Okay. <laughs> oh, it says holidays in Norway. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it usually it's, it should be the same everywhere, though. It, I would have thought so, yeah. I don't know. Have you should have a Tuesday, March, but no, it's Sunday. Sunday. Mm. Should be, yeah. yeah. They're different versions of it. Y- yes. Okay. Any other thoughts? Flyers, artistic, singing, talking to people, breakout groups. That's all. Okay. Moving on. I actually forgot in terms of committee meetings that the housing committee had a meeting. Yeah, I should have spoke okay, now, uh, if, before you said, but if we have time, we, we did, I, I mean, we just did a check-in and right, Patrick, and, and we talked about changes on the estate, I mean, changes within housing or people either having moved out of the estate or that might move move eventually in the estate. Yeah, we uh, talked about um, maybe uh, discussing refining the roles of the housing committee for clarity purposes as some people have inquired, you know, um, so uh, we agreed that 
we still feel there's a need for, there's an importance for the, having a housing committee to host neighborhood meetings if that's something that the community still would like to have facilitated for everyone on the estate, whether they're parcel supported or in the Campbell Sultane residency or on a residential steward, um, or if they're living in uh, you know, Phoenixville, they want to come together to talk about projects that are going on and have a neighborhood meeting. The housing committee seems like it would be the appropriate outlet to uh, facilitate something like that, to call that kind of meeting. And also, if there's any sort of grievances or anything where folks would just want an ear or some support, a place for people to come. So, Valley and I were saying that we would still like to facilitate housing committee meetings and plan neighborhood meetings. Which is where what needs to be clarified, this is where my confusion comes in. I don't want us to work it out here. I just want to highlight that we have documents that put an equal sign between housing committee and neighborhood meetings. That they're actually the same thing. We changed that. We changed that again? Yeah. I removed all of that because... And I haven't kept up with that. <coughs> Yeah, there are some, because they are two different things. The, the neighborhood meetings are for anybody who's living on the Glenmore estate. And the neighborhood meeting. But wait, isn't the housing theoretically anyone who, who lives in this estate and wants to come? Of course, it ends up being a small group. But my understanding, it, it, no, it, can, it can even be someone who lives out as the Phoenixville over there. But. I think the housing committee could be whatever it wants to be. Like the housing committee could someday be a resource for homeless people in Phoenixville to come and we could help facilitate housing for them. Or, you know, people who are related to Sultane housing elsewhere that's yeah. not here. I mean, there are people, there are many people who live in Phoenixville who are part of our community who may at some point in time need some form of support with the, where they live. And for example, say I fell on hard times and I needed somewhere to live and we have an endowment of whatever, $10 million and there are three board members here of Sultane and they hear that there are people who, who can't afford their homes, then I'm not saying that therefore they will get money from those endowments, but that's a, that's a that's a conversation that could happen in the housing community, that, that some sort of sponsorship or funding or support for people's homes in the community, our community, um, that rather than spending it on arts or horticulture, which are also important things, that we could spend that money on that. Mm -hmm. So I think the housing committee should think big and, and, and sort of, you know, while it's mainly living out here, then I think that, that that's going to be the conversation. And, and I think that technically the housing committee can maybe have these neighborhood committees sort of parallel or happening at the same time because it's convenient. But I think that that, that bigger picture should always be kept in, 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 in mind in case it ever um, needs to get that way. That's my Okay, anything else from your meeting yesterday? Yes. Remember, you have to be somehow reaching the phone. <laughs>
that sums it up. Okay. Pretty much. All right. I wanted to share that I got an email from Sherry Wildfoyer over in Kimberton Hills. Very short notice. Um, so there is, I think that's also a quarterly thing where um, she has hosted a dinner for, it's, it's called the branch dinner and uh, uh, she gets people from the Kemper communities and Aaron as represented as the as the Kena coordinator um, and Rick something something from the news who runs the newsletter of the Anthroposophical Society. So she brings those people together and they talk about the last three months in terms of hey that was a highlight, this was maybe a challenge and um, this is what we look forward to, and because it was so short notice, I just simply went. In the past, it was Adam who kind of attended those, and we it always flew under my radar. Let's put it that way. So I'm not. I felt a little bit like a novice in there. I mean, I was a novice in there, but I also didn't relate it back to that Sherry then puts those things, those sharings together into a little report and it gets published in the branch newsletter. Um, so I went this time, um, I was wondering whether there are other people who would like to experience that or go there and represent Sultan's highlights and uh, maybe challenge and what we look forward to um, in the future. So maybe I'll be the contact person, but I bring it back, uh, hopefully with a, hopefully the date will be set sooner than, than whatever happened this time around. Is that a good idea or should I look for a permanent person rather? I think it's good if it travels. Yeah, yeah. Because on the BU will be until, or if it's going to travel, then it should be one person who has the consciousness. Yeah, I, I, I thought I'd be the contact person, but just to, because suggestions have been made maybe to just bring other people along, so. What do the other camp hills do? Is it the same person every time? Or is I think it it's the same person every time. I mean, they, they, you know, because it's only once every three months, it's mm -hmm. really not a big... Should the person consider themselves at least in the ballpark of kind of being somehow an anthroposophist though? Or, because this is a branch activity, so I'm not saying that you sort of are or not or whatever, but if you, you, you know, I'm just saying... I'm happy to be. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm just saying like, you know, one could say you should actually be a member or you should be at least have been a member or would be a member but you just pay your fee or whatever or that you're interested in membership because if you're not then I just would wonder why you would choose to do <coughs> branch activity even though it isn't specifically an anthroposophical activity it's more of a anthroposophical organizational it's a sharing thing really yeah I mean, I'm just I'm just right. saying maybe just to not let people not know that 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 that, that is the realm they're walking into mm -hmm. so Maybe can I just add a couple words about this newsletter and what the branch is? I think it's the, the southeastern branch of the Anthroposophical Society, and there's a newsletter that comes out, I think, every month. 
And if you're interested, I can hook you up. Um, it's basically like all of the things that are happening in the anthroposophical initiatives in our area. Um, another thing just to say, which I think would be an interesting thing for the future for this association to uh, facilitate, would be how to support people who otherwise might not be um, able to uh, participate in anthroposophical activities, including, you know, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, uh, membership fees and stuff like that. That that that, that could be a, a, a something that we could look into. <coughs> Mm-hmm. I just I I just want to say while we highlight now the anthroposophical piece in all of that, uh, the sharing is really pretty much straightforward. I mean, it isn't. It, it, it it's just really talking about what's yeah. what's going on. So if if nobody should feel overly intimidated by that. But if someone's interested in anthroposophy, yeah, it would probably yeah. be, I would, if someone really isn't and someone really is and we had to choose, I would choose the person yeah. who is. I also maybe just to say, um, I did ask Sherry whether she always hosts the dinner or whether it travels around because I thought that might be a nice thing to have people come out here for, yeah. you know, to, to actually have it also. Is it actually normally with her? Or? Yeah. That's odd. Every now and again, somebody else says, oh, I, we can have it at my place, yeah. but um, not as a regular thing. So I thought, let's move it yeah. a little. Anyway, I, I was excited about that idea. Okay, so anything else? Adrian, as executive director, anything new? Since, since yesterday, since whatever it was. Since yesterday, since um, Sunday. <laughs> Uh, probably. <laughs> so much happens, you know. Um, uh, I mean, the new accounting firm is, you know, here. It's, you know, it's uh, just to let everybody know, it's, it's a, it's a um, challenging time in the administration. I know you all, like, care deeply about the administrators. Um, but now is we uh, do. Is uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a challenging time, which hopefully you know won't lead to any bad things. But you know, just be aware that you know it is it, having your primary accounting consciousness sort of just disappear. Uh, you know, for you know her choices is 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 totally the right thing for her. Um, leads us to being in a situation which is, uh, you know, I, I think with the, the new firm coming in that, you know, sort of it should be fine, but, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, wobbly legs around and sort of, you know, shaking hands and not in a nice way. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Otherwise, um, there is a possible board meeting this Friday and a Saltine Foundation board meeting this Friday. Um, in Phoenixville, um, <clears throat> I don't know what else to say about that. Um, yeah. Okay. I could say something about um, not as executive director thing. Um, so this food thing, um, it's happening this week. Just so people know, if anyone has anybody they know of who can be of any help at all in any shape or form, 
Um, that's uh, maybe deeply implicit in, in, in sort of what I've been uh, saying to people, but, um, you know, it's actually uh, uh, something that perhaps people uh, can, um, you know, uh, think about how to m maybe help me find ways to get that help. Um, and then and it's not necessarily like a, a lot of help or anything, it's just, um, uh, you know, uh, helping me to find how people can be involved. Uh, other than just showing up and eating, which is great too, but uh, the long-term viability will be that there's a circle of people who hold it, because mm. it's a, essentially meant to be a sort of a quasi-volunteer activity. Mm -hmm. I only say that because I, I uh, this Friday I realise I have a board meeting at twelve, which will be fine for me making all the food and Sandra. Has, is there till two because she's got some sort of German Christmas something or other going on. Um, uh, so uh, I'm sort of, uh, it'll be a little bit uh, like thin there uh, around uh, 12 to two, uh, even though it's just a case of someone you know, holding the space. <clears throat> okay, think about how yeah, everybody at home, that means you too. <laughs> you know how last week, I think it was Karen that might have mentioned something about like a wish list. Is there some way that people could, without having to contact you, like know what yeah. they could? Yeah, there is a way. Um, well, no. Oh. Yes, I know. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm uh, looking, I, 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 I really suddenly have no time. Seriously, it's kind of bizarre. Um, like literally no time. Um, which is unusual. So um, the thing I really want to do is either just do a simple Google Sheet yeah. or the other possibility is one of these fancy apps or whatever that is like a sign-up thing and I haven't really had enough time to figure it out. Um, so I'm probably going to do a Google Sheet because that's the easiest thing for me just to say what we need and people can kind of like just sort yeah. of write their name and say, I can do that or yeah. I can give that. I'll and see. then, uh, and then I'll have a little thing. How many salt ants you get? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so maybe just to to finish off, um, I just want to have it on the record that at the general meeting at the very end, um, the question came up how to maybe consolidate all the different places one can get information from into one piece and. Uh, and I was spinning this on a little bit. We have all these more formal things like Saltine Weekly and um, Facebook groups and what have you out there. Uh, but uh, I wondered also, is there something, does there exist something that is a little more flexible um, where, you know, all of a sudden I might get the idea, oh, I want to do a singing circle tonight and not in a month's time so that everybody had enough warning. That was a bit more responsive to immediate initiatives or something, where also people that start little initiatives just for the for an evening or for for a one-off to just easily go and plug it in and other people can go and look at what's happening. Um, I call it marketplace in my mind, but I don't know that it means anything to anybody. So I would like to pick this up also next week um, as a 
once more a more serious. Um, Are you sort of saying that that Facebook's too formal, or Facebook is too wrong? Because that would be Facebook, isn't it? Well, I got wondering. I started wondering about because not everybody likes using yeah, Facebook. Yeah. So, so that so that's email. the issue. Huh? What's wrong with email? Not everybody has access to emails, you know, so I... I yeah, it could either be a, a, something like Facebook that isn't Facebook, yeah. or it could be like a, a sort of a, a, sort of like a little bit like a, an email with a group, you know, like a Google group, which is halfway between email and a kind of a way to go, you can go there and see things, but you also get automatic things. Yeah, like Dropbox. Um, possibly. <laughs> let's, let's... Yeah. Mill that over a little bit. I am really looking also for how to get the people involved who don't have such easy email access that it's useful either through photos or pictures or whatever. Yeah. Vision, mission, and values. The association envisions a world where people of diverse backgrounds and abilities find commonality to work toward a positive future for the planet. The mission of the association shall be to cultivate community without borders, where people can learn from each other and experience continual growth for the betterment of the world. The association achieves its mission through opportunities for transformative lifelong learning and creative endeavor, ecological stewardship, and community-based social enterprises. The values of the association are intentional gladness, compassionate interest, and acquired enthusiasm. The founder of the association is inspired by anthroposophy and the Campo community. So say we all. So be it.